Let's get real, let's get inspirational, a little bit emotional, and let's shed some sunshine. This is the Sunshine Steven Podcast. Welcome! Good day and happy Wednesday! I have another From the Vault (laughs) recording that is actually over a year old right now because I originally recorded this, um, let me see, March 4th of 2021. So some of the references might be uh, some of the past. (laughs) So just a fair warning and a reminder that Stephen had to take a little break and already recorded a lot of interviews like ahead of time and then took a break and didn't use said recordings in the time frame that I thought I was going to. So now it's been over a year and I'm using some of them now. Any today I'm talking to new friend Laura, who I actually <laughs> um, live close to now. It's not, I can't even remember, it's been a year if it's in this recording or not, um, or if we talked offline. Um, I think it's in the recording, but spoiler um, or tidbit, if not, we actually both realized that we live in Jacksonville, Florida. So, what, Rose? She just always wants to be the center of attention. Um, great insight. Um, great book. Great coach. Great inspiration. Um, it's coming your way right now. Well, welcome, Laura, to the Sunshine Stephen podcast. How are you today? So good. It's not even funny. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, fun fact, we offline learned that we're both in the same part of Florida, which is awesome because the weather here is amazing right now. So yes. that, that brings me happiness, um, which is a good segue into <laughs> talking with you, happiness and everything. So I'll just take uh, let you take a brief moment to kind of Uh, sell yourself, let people know who you are and what you're about, and then we'll go from there. Sure. So hi there. (laughs) My name is Laura DiBenedetto, and I very much care about happiness. uh, I'm 40 years old, and once upon a time, I was the full-time CEO of the marketing company that I still own, um, and I was a wretched human being at that time because I was unhappy and I didn't love myself. I didn't love anyone around me. I was basically Miranda Priestly from the devil wears Prada with much less money and much less style. So, um, that wasn't great. Um, I got to a really uh, pivotal point at 38 because I was focused on building passive income and retiring from my company. And I did it, which is not that interesting. But what is interesting is that I was a miserable piece of shit when I got there. And it's because I chased all the wrong stuff. Mm. I chased accomplishments, which are nice. I chased money, which is nice. And I, I chased awards and accolades and everybody else's approval. But it's interesting because the thing that I really always wanted was really um, lasting mm-hmm. happiness. And that was one thing I never found because turns out it's not at the bottom of a wallet. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, um, in a new fancy bag. It's not with awards and achievements. It's none of those things, but I know that. Yeah. So I, I retired, I felt like garbage and 
I wanted to know, well, why, how can I do something about it? And, um, I went on this crazy quest to understand what happiness really is and then how it could be created for my stubborn self. Um, and I discovered some really epic stuff um, about people, about behavior, about how we all operate. And actually this was the jaw dropping part, how accessible happiness really is if we're willing to do the right, very specific work. Um, it's, Honestly, it's been uh, a life-changing um, experience for me, and I'm excited to be on your show because you and I were talking um, in the quote-unquote green room before yeah. we got started <laughs> about who listens to this show, and um, a lot of people younger than me, a lot of people who are in the homosexual community, and there's a lot of love that I'm so excited to share because as a um, formerly young person um, <laughs> who has been um, the victim of myself and feeling like I would not be accepted and I was not good enough, I managed to make some interesting choices. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to talk about any and all of them and uh, how my curmudgeonly self found happiness and how others can as well. Awesome. What? <laughs> First of all, <laughs> I did not think that you were 40. I was like, oh, she's like 32. <laughs> so <laughs> that's awesome, though, that, uh, yeah, you're like, oh, hair flip. Um, but it is Basically. important. Yeah. <laughs> that I feel like a lot of my listeners I shouldn't be selling books. I should be selling wrinkle cream. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you could say, you know, the reason why I look like this is because I found happiness and everything like that. So it's true. It, it's true. It, I could do that. It's the wink wrinkles away and everything. Um, but I, <laughs> I feel like this, my generation is very, you know, I remember even high school, it was like, you, you gotta go to college, you gotta be number one, you gotta do that. So a lot of the things you were talking about, like chasing, you know, you have to make six figures, you have to have money, you have to have that and stuff. We're starting to shift that to be like, hmm, I just want to be happy. How do I do that? So we look for people as yourself, like yourself to say, oh, well, they found a way, let me follow that because we're all in our twenties and we don't know what the hell's going on. So it's nice yeah. that we get to learn from failures and things like that and say, Oh, like there is a way to come out on top. Um, and I, I, it's so funny because when you were explaining your formal self and everything like that, the only person I could think of was Devil Wears Prada, Miranda. So um, yeah, I'm glad that you threw. I was like, ah, I, I was thinking that too. So I um, was, yeah. I mean, I was, I was a wretched employer. I was just a real bitch to work for. I was busy hating myself. How could I yeah. possibly spread love and sunshine when I hate myself? You right. can't. So I'm hoping this conversation that you and I are about to have gives hope perspective and like real genuine concrete pathways for people to really dig into and, and, and maybe challenge societal expectations of what we should want and what we should value in ourselves and maybe what we really need to focus on instead. No, definitely. And that's, yeah, I think we're going to get there because it's, it's something that I've been focusing on and I feel like a lot more people and even in my inner circle of friends and everything like that the with everything going on with the pandemic and how life is going right now hmm. there kind of is a, a shift to hmm, maybe it's not you know material things or accolades or something like th those things are nice but it's like at the end of the day 
as corny as it like money can't buy happiness this can't bring you happiness like you got to find the happiness yourself so um yeah like money can buy highs and not just from drugs but like going on vacation that kind of a high like um you know money uh buys a vacation but it's just a high and you know money will buy you a nice car and then you know you've had the car for a week and the high wears off like so i don't know if you've seen my ted talk but please go watch it i put a lot of work into it to try to distill everything down into like 12 little minutes but basically the point is um you know we we spend our lives chasing highs Mm thinking it's happiness. And that's exactly what I did for like 19 years. So I started my first company at 19 and, um, that first of all, that's ridiculous, but I did it (laughs) because I was highly unemployable. Um, and entrepreneurship is gave me a refuge from like being fired or wanting to quit because Mm. I like me and, um, I'm a better boss (laughs) than I thought other people were. So, um, but all I ever did was chase highs, the next award, the next sale, the next big fancy thing at my house, the next designer, this, the next blah, blah. Like who cares at the end of the day, like when the high wears off, who are you? Right. And how do you feel then? And for me, happiness has been defined, redefined in my head as it's like my baseline. It's like, what's my normal. And, you know, a lot of people, they live their lives at like probably a four, Mm. you know, everybody wants a 10. It's not possible. Even for me, like you just cannot live at a 10. It's unsustainable. Um, but you can certainly aim for like a seven, eight or nine and like want to stay there as your baseline. So then when you get the high, you're going to go into like the next couple numbers of like a nine or a 10. Oh my God, this is the best thing ever. The orgasm moments we live for. Right. Mm -hmm. But like those should be the highs, but your normal should be higher. And that's what I really want to give to people is a higher baseline, mm-hmm. you know, cause is... my baseline level of happiness used to be around a three or a four. It sucks. Yeah. That's super but <laughs> it's wicked low. And a lot of people live there and they're just like, Oh, well, this is cool. And I'm just going to wait for my next vacation and I'm going to wait for this and I'm going to wait for that. And I'll be happy when, yeah. Mm, and it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't come, it doesn't happen. And we just live from, you know, one high to the next. And you know how some people, they're just like, they only, the, life is what happens to them mm-hmm. between vacations. Yeah. And it's like, uh, if only like four weeks of your life or two weeks of your life per year are happy, something's wrong. wrong. Majorly wrong. Yeah. That- yeah. Like happy should be your damn baseline. Exactly. Even if it's not like doing cartwheels every day. Happy is pretty awesome. I yeah, <laughs> exactly. No. Uh, well, that leads me to, so you took all of this and actually did a book. You, you've created a book, writ, wrote a book. I don't know why I said created, but that, that works too. Um, so the six habits there, we don't have to go deep into them, but if you just want to give like an overview and kind of talk about the process on how you started to write the book and what it means to you. And then, you know, we'll just- yeah. Um, the six habits, um, they're not habits like flossing. First of all, yeah. the habits, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you should do that you should. recommended by the ADA yeah. and everybody else. Um, these are mental habits. Mm-hmm. This is how we habitually think it's how we habitually like, you know, regard, um, 
life. It's how we habitually interact with other people, how we habitually like handle our big feelings, how we encounter um, challenges in life and how we deal with it. Like mm-hmm. mental habit is kind of how we show up and how we just hang with life. And that's the basis of my work. So, um, so let me tell you the story of how I got here and I'll, I'll interweave the habits as I go. Awesome. Um, so I told you I was miserable. I sucked. I didn't like me. I looking back, I'm like, whoa, yeah. who was that wretched human? Yuck. Um, but I think is hurt people. They not only hurt other people, they hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing. Like I, I was like, so just deeply aggrieved. I was in so much pain just because I had set myself up for what I thought was success, but it was actually failure as a human. Um, and I wanted to know what happiness really was. So I started figuring out, well, I've done a lot of personal development that didn't really stick, but what did I learn? What stuck around? I started digging back into every book I'd ever read, every piece of knowledge or wisdom, every quote I could find. And also kind of like the collective um, knowledge that's out there already, because there's so much about happiness out there. Um, And I also wanted to know why so many of these wonderful books um, and, and programs didn't serve me. Cause I wanted to know what the hell went, went wrong. It's like, well, if I read all these great books, theoretically, I should be better off. Mm-hmm. Should be, but I wasn't, I wanted, I wanted to understand, well, why? Um, I mean, I'm just a, like, as an entrepreneur, anyone that's listening, that's an entrepreneur, you know, that entrepreneurship demands that you ask better questions and that you give better answers and that you dig deep and you really like solve problems. And for me, it was like, well, okay, what did I get wrong? But also what the hell is happiness? Cause if it's not all this shit that I've accumulated mm-hmm. and if it's not all these awards and all this great stuff, well, then what is it? Mm-hmm. Cause I know what it's not. Yeah. Um, and it's actually really useful to know what something isn't (laughs) when you, when you're struggling to define what it is. Um, so I went down that rabbit hole and, um, figured out that happiness is really changing your baseline. It's changing your baseline from just like, like surviving between vacations, um, to finding joy in the everyday and the mundane and finding beauty all around you and showing up as your best self all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, more than not. And also it, it's part of like, it includes like resiliency and things like that. I was like, Oh shit. Well, if that's what it is, who has that? Right. And I started looking around and looking for people that exhibited a lot of these, um, aspects of who they are. Um, so, okay. So who does these things and, and like, what do they all have in common? what do the happiest people have in common is actually the question that I opened my Ted talk with. And that's basically the basis of my research was what do the happiest people have in common? And, and I asked that question. Cause I was like, and how can I be one of them? Right. Which was the second part. I was like, I'm taking notes, teach yeah. me everything. So, um, you know, I did lots of studies to observe people, observe happy people, observe unhappy people and what contributed to, um, their happiness and what contributed to their unhappiness, man, I had a mountain of data and, um, I'm really good at like noticing patterns and like Mm -hmm. figuring out like where the common threads are. So, um, I figured out that all of these things that people had in common boiled down to six 
ways of thinking. Mm. I was like, oh shit, it's just six. That yeah. seems easy. Right. right? Doable. I was like, well, I was like, I can do this. It doesn't feel like I have to drink celery juice every morning or like meditate <laughs> for an hour and a half or yeah, journal. Yeah. Cause I don't feel like doing that stuff or God forbid going to the gym. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> like, <laughs> I know I just like, I don't want to do these things and I don't want to just do things that are not me. So, um, I wanted to know, well, how do you, how do you acquire these things? So I started looking into the science of habit because, you know, what are thought patterns? Habits. Mm. That's it. It's like an action pattern. What's that? That's a habit. A thought pattern is the same thing. It's a mental habit. Mm. So, um, I started looking into what, um, habits take to form. Turns out it's 66 days, according to science is kind of the minimum for habit formation, despite what marketers will tell you. I own a marketing company. So throwing myself under the bus, it's (laughs) not 21 days or 30 days. That's what I've always heard. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd probably sell a lot more books if I told people it was 21 days. (laughs) Um, But I, I believe in integrity and the truth. And the truth is if you want the result, you have to do this, but 90 days from now, it's still going to be 90 days from now. Do you want it to be joyful or just meh? Yeah. So for me, I wanted the joy. Um, so I started discovering um, what it is and the six mental habits that create the happiest human are the habit of treating yourself with so much kindness kindness is the key word. That's habit. Number one, it's, it's not telling yourself, Oh, I suck. Oh, I gained five pounds. Oh, I can't do this. Blah, blah, blah. It's, I love me. I'm awesome. I look great today. I believe in me. Yay. It's, it's kindness. And, and especially like when we fail or when we're scared or when we're having our weak moments or when there's a pandemic, like Mm. being kind to ourselves, like, yeah, I just binge watched like 52 episodes of, um, Schitt's Creek. Yup. The best. And yeah. Uh, you know, and like just choosing to be kind to yourself in the way you speak to yourself, what you think, blah, blah, blah. And that's really important. Um, as the first habit. And then the next one that's kind of tied to it is acceptance. Acceptance is how you feel about yourself. So how you feel about yourself will inform how you treat yourself, how you treat yourself will inform how you feel about yourself. It's mm-hmm. they're very related. Um, you know, of all the habits, they're probably like the, like the first two that are paired really nicely. Then the next habit is gratitude. It's, it's not just like writing down your little gratitude list, which is honestly feels trite at this point. Um, it's really like living life through a lens of appreciation all the time. Even when like shit goes sideways, the world is on fire. Politics are all over the place. Democrats and Republicans are fighting each other and there's just aggression and hatred everywhere. Where can you find the gratitude? You know, like Mr. Rogers used to talk about like, you know, look for the helpers. Okay. Mm. Look for the good. Right. And, um, it changes because when you, when you operate and you live your life from, uh, from the perspective of appreciation in all things, man, that's a game changer. Right. So, um, the next habit is presence. So gratitude and presence tend to be tied together. Um, presence is not just like, I'm mindful, you know, I'm just going to be like super opted into, you know, all these moments, the good ones, it's, yeah. it's opting into the hard ones mm. and, um, just really being with what is and maybe just maybe for like two little minutes, putting, um, 
putting our cell phones down mm. and um, not constantly like needing like mental stimulation, but just letting ourselves be with something in the way it is. Um, and then um, you've got the habit of goodness, which is energy management. It's just managing what comes in. So you can be mindful of what goes out. So this means taking care to make sure that you're not loading yourself with toxic energy all the time, which lots of us are really good at inviting in. We shouldn't do that. Um, (laughs) Toxic people, toxic news, toxic social media, toxic environments that make us feel like we need to change who we are. Um, But proactively adding good things. And then the final habit is the habit of intention being really clear about what the hell we want, why we want it and what we're going to do about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like wanting stuff is great, but like, get off your ass. So it, like yeah. when you take all of these specific six habits, they are facets of the psyche. They are facets of the very happiest people because this is their default for how they live their lives. Like for me, I'm a very, very happy person now. Um, and like, I wouldn't even think for a minute about being unkind to myself. Wouldn't do it. And every now and then, like, you know, old habits will be like, um, you know, uh, Oh, I don't look good today. Oh, again, quarantine weight. It's like, Ooh, no, shut up. We don't do that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's important that we, um, you know, that we just appreciate like ourselves. And, you know, seriously, if you look at the happiest people around you, do you think they exhibit these traits? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Now look at the happiest or the unhappiest, most curmudgeonly people. Complete opposite. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. They're just living in this awful abyss of like shit. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely important. Um, (laughs) the one that's sticking out you know letting not letting toxic people news and everything in your lives right now especially (laughs) with everything that's going on there was a while I just got off all social media news outlets I was like I'm just gonna live in my own happy bubble sorry Uncle Jim you're racist I don't want (laughs) to have you you're toxic so I think that's uh super important you made a boundary and you honored yourself exactly huge and we we all have the freedom to do that at any time. But, um, when you, when you read the book, you'll notice there's like a section in there about the news and social media specifically. Mm -hmm. And one of the things in there that I talk about is people like, Oh my God, but I have to stay informed. I need the news. (laughs) Actually, actually, um, you have a news addiction. And the moment you acknowledge that the moment you are positioned to set yourself free from said addiction. Um, but you know, if you constantly feel like, Oh, I need to stay informed. I need to know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And you constantly just cling to that instead of perhaps looking at, I mean, knowing what's going on is good, but do I need this much? Right. Do I need these channels? Because these really make me upset. Can I find different news outlets? Can I, um, perhaps reduce my exposure to five minutes a day and make sure I get like just a digest from a source I trust. Like, you know, can I maybe really reduce my social media time and or eliminate it and maybe call the people I love? That's weird. Yeah. Nobody does that anymore. You mean phones are for calling? Calling? What is that? What? 
nuts. Oh, there's been so many times I'm out with friends and they're like, oh, my mom's calling. I don't want to. And I'm like, talk to your mom. She gave you life. Answer right. the damn phone. Seriously. Uh, I'm telling on my husband. He does it too. <laughs> so. I actually have a friend of mine. We we constantly joke. Like I will, I will telephone her because I moved away from Massachusetts <laughs> and then Hawaii. And now I live in Florida, as you know. Um, yeah. And I will telephone her. And sometimes she'll text me back. But like, hey, what's up? Bitch, Bitch. answer the phone. phone. (laughs) I did not call you so you could text me back. And then she'll be like, sorry. And then she'll be like, this is weird. I don't use my phone for how do I phone things. How do I use this? (laughs) I love you so much. And then like she'll she'll be like, this is weird. I know, I know you're allergic to the phone. Get over it. That's so, yeah, that's happened to me numerous times with my husband where he's like, what's up? And I'm like, I called you for a reason, but heaven forbid if it was the opposite way and he called me and I didn't answer. I'm the world's worst, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anywho, so this is a part in the uh, interview where I like to, if you will humor me, um, I have 75 random questions that I like. 75. Okay, yeah, but, I'll clear my evening. No, <laughs> but we won't. I won't ask all seventy-five. <laughs> I only ask like three or four. So oh, I was gonna uh, say, God, you're ambitious. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, I would. Uh, yeah. All right. Sure. I'm game. Ask awesome. me whatever you want. So I will ask, and they're not meant to be taken serious or anything like that, but just to get to know you better, so people get to know you. Um, do you collect anything? Yes. What do you collect? We said simple. So I just said, yes. Okay. No, you're fine. <laughs> no, I actually, I collect uh, foreign coins. Oh. Uh, they have no real value, but like coins from all over the world. So if you're listening and you live in a really weird part of the world, send me coinage, yeah. please. Um, I've been cool. collecting um, ever since I was 16 because my first job was working at a Burger King on yeah. the Massachusetts Turnpike. And every now and then I get really weird currency. And I was like, whoa, this is cool. <laughs> so I have a really nice nerdy world currency collection that's so fun though i i mean collections are usually like that it's it's sentimental to the person but other people are like okay cool like that's awesome (laughs) yep um also like seashells but you know here in florida that's pretty easy oh yeah super super easy hawaii not so much so moving here it's like ooh, upgrade (laughs) yeah yeah have you ever have you been to amelia island yet no oh it's beautiful i'm going yeah, it's so nice out there. There's lots of shells. I used to work out there. Um, you used to nice. find shark teeth too. Uh, would you rather go swimming at the beach or in a pool? I mean, that's uh, it's subjective because it, it depends on the beach. It depends on the waves. It depends on how brown the water is and sharks. Yeah. But I would say if there's an opportunity for a sea turtle and me not drowning or getting my leg bit off, I'm going to pick the ocean. Yeah, same. If I, if I can't see the bottom of it, I don't want to be in it though that's my philosophy atlantic water is slightly scary for me for that reason but um yeah when it when it's looking a little like treacherous out there you know pool pool is better yeah there's no sharks in my pool it is a shark free zone (laughs) exactly well hopefully you don't have a gator in there ever because that happens in florida (laughs) um i'll call you and let you know yeah like oh oh it's normal just (laughs) there's plenty of uh gator remover removals companies out there so that's huh. a fun thing. They literally, because of course I grew up in Florida, they taught us as children how to escape a gator. You have to zigzag and it throws them off. 
That's Thank you fun. for that. So as a non-Florida native, this is a useful and exciting podcast so ever, for me. If you ever have a gator running after Life you. skills with Stephen exactly, Rice. Exactly. It's like, I was like, oh, this is. I adorable. mean, <laughs> I'm excited for some alligator wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get in the pool, hop in. Come here, you little bastard. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to make gator nuggets out of you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> people do uh, gator tails and stuff like y'all can have that that's i mean there's a restaurant here in jacksonville that my husband that was obsessed with taking me to and they had like gator bites damn so good what restaurant i don't know (laughs) he drove (laughs) i don't know but like go there when you want to gain a lot of weight yeah okay well that's most of the sea I'm, i'm guessing it was a seafood restaurant no it was like a place that closes at 2 p.m i can text him and ask him though but I don't know. It was, yeah. um, shoot. It was on like the northeast side of okay. Jacksonville. Um, I mean, they, they, it's like the heart attack cafe. Um, I don't know the name of it, but yeah. yeah. Now, of course, all the listeners are leaning in. Is she going to remember? Is she going to remember? What's the name of this heart I attack know. cafe? I must go. I have to go eat gator tail or, you know, I, I think the worst, not the worst, but the most risky I've tried frog legs on a cruise line because they always had a i'm offended i enjoy frogs they are friends <laughs> not food sorry i know <laughs> to my point or to my defense <laughs> i was it was uh two days after my 21st birthday didn't really know what was going on and they said here try this and i ate it and i said this is like a really greasy chicken wing and they said uh, those are frog legs so i didn't know until afterwards um, okay and then unwitting uh, we can still be friends it's fine. okay good <laughs> yeah so uh do you have a candy that you hate if you even like candy candy that i hate twizzlers well now we can't be friends because that's my favorite candy <laughs> feel like it just tastes like plastic it totally is but i don't know i've always been obsessed with everybody i've yet to meet somebody in my life that's like i love twizzlers too so i'm like oh it's more for me i guess i mean Uh, i like candy corn i till about the 10th piece and then i'm like this is yeah and i'm good yeah candy corn is i also enjoy peeps because they're really fun to stick in the microwave and make them very fat and then stab them real quick I love growing peeps. up is for old people. I'm not yeah, lie. my husband hates them, but I always bite their eyeballs out first, <laughs> so they can't Evil see me. Bastard. Yeah, so they can't see me eat them. <laughs> they just feel it. Oh my nice. goodness! <laughs> uh, last question: What is your favorite movie and why? Movie Amelie. Okay, I've never. Oh my God, you're missing out on life. Um, it's a beautiful French film. It was produced probably about 15 years ago. Oh, wow. um, maybe longer. Um, it's, you know, you got to watch the subtitles, but the score is beautiful. The, the scenery is beautiful. The story is unexpected. Like I don't like most movies because they're just the same recycled tropes over yeah. and over. They suck. They're stupid. Reboots. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God, Hollywood, you're so not creative. But mm-hmm. this movie, God, it's like a cinematic masterpiece. It's it's visually beautiful. The story is really sweet. The music is unforgettable. And um, I'll have to check yeah, it out. Yeah. Well, now that I've really sold it, yeah, yeah. you have to watch it. <laughs> exactly. It's, you make it sound like a masterpiece. So now I want to really. Well, it is. It. it is. And um, a friend of mine has four musically talented children. And I, oh, wow. I happened to overhear when I was doing a Zoom call with her, one of her children was like playing 
the song from it. I was like, oh my God, I love your kid. (laughs) So play it more. It was very exciting. Yeah, that's exciting to have four musically gifted children too. (laughs) You only asked me four questions out of the 75. I'm disappointed. Do you want me? I can ask one more. One more. Okay. We could do more. Uh, what? Oh, uh, because <laughs> those are fun. These are fun. As my dog barks, she wants to be a part of it too. Okay, what is one thing on your bucket list? Go to Antarctica. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I guess. I don't penguins. know if I can handle it. Oh yeah, the penguins would be super cute. I would. I want to yeah. hang out with them. I want to lay down on the frozen ground and have a walrus plop himself on me and keep me warm with his blubber. Yeah, why not? I have big life goals. Yeah, <laughs> I do love penguins. They're super cute, but I don't. He like sounds cold. more appealing. Also, you it go does. in December because it's summer down there, which oh, is yeah. like a balmy like thirty-eight degrees. It's tolerable. Yeah, I could deal with 38 degrees. That's what I'm saying. People are like, oh, Antarctica, it's so, it's so cold. 38 is doable. Yeah, but hi, I'm from New England. Bitch, that's like a spring day. Yeah, exactly. Like that's, that's Oh doable. no, go to spring, but with penguins. Okay. Okay, cool. So have you have you met anybody famous? Um, Yes, quite a few. But the most memorable was Joan Rivers before she passed. Oh I was walking uh, through New York City and um, I was... Like I saw all these people huddled in, you know, on a sidewalk. I'm like, I'm nosy. What's this about? Yeah. Um, and then out pops Joan Rivers and she's like, you know, hi. <laughs> oh my God, I love your sweater. I was like, oh, Joan Rivers likes my shirt. Yeah, like I'm gonna frame this forever. Yes. I'm a fashion um, icon. <laughs> yeah, I know. That felt like such a win. And she asked me about OJ Simpson. And I was like, I don't know what that has to do with anything or you, but random, (laughs) but okay. It was very random. Oh, Mm -hmm. let's see. If you could, um, if you invented a time machine, it can go back to any period in history. uh, What period would you visit? Oh my God. What a good question. Um, hmm. God, the choices. I feel like question qualifying or clarifying question would i have to stay there or can i'm just i'm not like on a day come back yeah you're like a day pass like a disney trip basically i would totally um i think go back to either a the time of jesus to like actually meet him yeah um and like just see what the real story is because you know like people play telephone and i'm sure the version how do you really feel (laughs) yeah like did you are you really white are you really a guy you know um do you really wear long flowing robes and are you caucasian with the beard yeah um and also, wouldn't it be so cool to like go back to the time of dinosaurs when like, you know, mosquitoes were like the size of your car? Yeah. Scary, but yeah, <laughs> I would want to go. I mean, I'd go with like a knight's armor, but True. I'd still be yeah. like excited to go. God, wouldn't that be like the most amazing thing ever to um, have a basically real life. be in that movie Avatar? Yeah, exactly. That would so, be yes. so fun. Right. That would be. And be the, to be the only real, well, I guess if other people bought time machines, but in this fantasy, you're the only one with it. Only person to really see dinosaurs. Um. So I feel like history and science sometimes are misinformed and sometimes not really uh, up to date on what other uh, sectors of science and history mm-hmm. are up to. And there are conflicting uh, stories out there that say that human 
or humanoids or whatever were existing at the same, the same time, time as dinosaurs and then other pieces of information say, say no. that they were not. Yeah. So that would be interesting to go back and maybe just see, you know, see this myth dude with like a massive, like, you know, forehead yeah. um, <laughs> and like knuckle dragging, just be like, oh, you do exist. Do you or do? like, what if there's a person that, you know, is just walking around, like looking for their next leaf Prada or something. Yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Well, if, um, my bag's made of banana leaves. So. Yeah. Oh, it's new. <laughs> it's gonna rot, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the only image I have now is the Flintstones, and I'm like, well, how is the Flintstones if there were no people and dinosaurs? Together? I mean, I would totally eat a Brontosaurus burger. Yeah. Oh, the Flintstones, such a good. Okay. Last question, and then we'll move on. I promise. <laughs> uh, is there a holiday that you hate, and why? Um. Oh my god, I hate so many of them. Um, like all of the bank like, holidays on Groundhog Mondays. Day. <laughs> Just really. Yeah, like all the bank holidays on Mondays, where like I constantly forget that I'm the only idiot still working. I hate all of them. Like President's yeah. Day, screw all of you. No, like George Washington's birthday. No, no. this was a holiday invented by car salesmen to sell more shit. No. Yeah. Um. I like Halloween the best because there's no obligatory gift giving. You can dress up any way you like. Um, you don't actually have to be sexy. Yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, um, what? <laughs> and you get candy. Yeah. Yeah, you would think uh, with the way society... <laughs> it, it reminds me of Mean Girls where there's two types of girls. There's the one that just slutty <laughs> and scary. And I'm like, there's a choice? <laughs> Like, there's totally a choice and i'm i'm the weird girl that dresses up like really scary where like i've got an eyeball glued to my cheek and blah 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 like there's nary a boob anywhere yeah, it's like there's nothing sexy about me nothing that's what i love about halloween though it's heidi klum she does she, halloween like no joke a champ and she's like anti-sexy about it she's yeah. like no no she goes that, polar that opposite cost- that costume that she did where she was basically like human muscle anatomy. I was like, yeah. Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. She's the queen of Halloween basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so to bring it back to, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I really do enjoy these questions. Um, I, I need to do, I think I'm going to do the backside and have 150 questions. So stay oh tuned God. everybody. Okay. Um, <laughs> next question though, um, back to mental health world. Um, is there anything else that you do um, or any suggestions that you have that you do that keeps your mental health in check? I always like to ask people because um, I'm a big, 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 big um, mental health um nut and i think that there's a huge stigma around it so i always like to open that conversation and let people Mm -hmm. know hey we're all struggling with it here's what i do try this well we're all different on every different day um i go to therapy once a week i love it it's mental health maintenance and sometimes shit goes sideways and it's really nice to have a safe space to talk about me and not feel like i need to you know like hold space for the other person and blah 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 no i'm paying for this time to just talk about me and my shit and please help me with it and it's it's good and i want more people to go to therapy so there's no stigma it's good please go i also um just because um the whole pandemic has been loads of fun. Um, I have been taking St. John's wort, 
um, a liquid herbal supplement. And it's been really helping me to, um, live in alignment with what I truly, um, believe and care Mm -hmm. about. And obviously I practice what I preach, but, um, you know, honestly, the last year with the whole pandemic and the world getting weird and like different governors having different policies and, you know, all of these different things, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. So between practicing what I preach therapy, um, St. John's wort, there's also ashwagandha and there's, Mm um, uh, Kiva. Um, is that the name of it? Kiva? Kava. Kiva is the, the donation place. It's Kava, K-A-V-A. Um, those three, um, also getting a lot of sleep. Um, I make sure that I get eight hours. Like I do not start my day before 10 AM ever. Like people like, Oh, can we have a nine o'clock meeting? No, no. No, If it's nine o'clock central. Sure. Cause I'm Eastern. That'll be 10 o'clock for me. Can you make an exception? Absolutely not. No, sorry, because I, in my life come before everybody else, which is the way it should be. Because if I don't honor me, I can't honor you because my tools are out to lunch. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, try to have sex as much as I can. I mean, that's important. It is. Um, Sometimes my husband's on board. Sometimes he's not. <laughs> and it's like, well, guess, I, guess I'll get two hours extra of sleep. Then. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. sometimes it's a swing and a miss, but yeah. I try. Um, but I think probably one of the most valuable things that I do, um, you know, in addition to all this other stuff is also just keeping my social connections alive. I call my friends. I video chat with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I've tried to make friends here in Jacksonville. I mean, I've, I haven't. I've lived here for two months. So wanting oh. to make friends, it's, you know, it's quick um, to try to make some, but I made one and I'm very excited. Um, it, yeah. I mean, just calling the people I love like all over the world. And uh, yeah. So between all of those things, I feel very propped up, super supported. I'm going after my, my dreams. I'm showing up with love and care and kindness for others. Um, and it's coming from a genuine place of my cup runneth over and I have plenty mm. to share. Good. Those are all good things. And um, yeah, it's kind of hard right now to find friends too. <laughs> you can't even trust people. You're like, when's the last time you were tested for COVID? <laughs> like, I don't know. Let's, let's zoom chat before we, uh, I always think luckily I don't have to, and you don't have to realize either like people dating in these times and days. I'm like, that must suck because I mean, I imagine it sucks without COVID because yeah, I, nope, I have yeah. no desire. I mean, at this point, so I'm 40. Okay. <sighs> dating me would be like, so have you worked out your issues? What's your relationship with your right. mother like? Who's the narcissist in your life? Are you, you in credit recovery? Score? Have you forgiven yourself? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. And like, what are your investment holdings? <laughs> yeah. No, I would be no fun to date. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Good thing you don't have to worry about it now. So that's good. No, no, no. I, I met my husband and we went through all of that weird stuff. And it's like, yeah. ah, ah you know what? You might be awful sometimes, but you're my kind of awful. Exactly. Never letting you go. Exactly. Ever. Ever. Yeah. I tell my husband that all the time. I'm like, <laughs> you think <laughs> you try to run away. <laughs> Just try. That's no. not going to happen. Exactly. Awesome. That's funny. Uh, last question. I always like to get people's, especially now with everything, um, 
any recommendations, any uh, movies, music, 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 <laughs> music uh, TV shows, podcasts, or books that you're obsessed with right now. It doesn't have to be new. It could be something that you just discovered, anything that you want to share and be like, this is amazing. Go check it out. Yeah. I mean, I am obsessed with audible. I'm constantly listening to audiobooks, and I just love to consume all the content, but I would say if you want to feel good, get yourself into some really fine, high quality California reggae. Um, I, do I look like a Rasta girl? No, I don't. Um, but I am such a huge, um, reggae fan and, uh, I listen to uh, stick figure and Ayaterra and tribal seeds. And that's pretty much my go-to. And here's the, ch- there's the secret. Not only are their beats like really, really good. You just want to move your body, which is great for mm-hmm. you psychologically, physiologically, and everything else. But also so many of the lyrics are like really positive. There's also a disproportionate amount that are about uh, marijuana um, and I don't smoke pot, but I can just be like, yeah, this is a good jam anyway. I like it. (laughs) This is is a snappy tune. Cool. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Music, music does that for people um, for sure. And I, I, you mentioned earlier Schitt's Creek. I feel like that's been a lot of people's list as well too. It's good. Uh, it's, I'm like ankle deep into season five right now. Thoroughly uh, enjoying. Oh, it's so good. Season six is so good. Don't ruin uh, it. I know. I cried like 12 times, but I'm a Pisces. So <laughs> it just, it comes naturally. Oh, it's God. so good. It's yeah. Just prepare yourself. If you're, if you get, if you're anything like me, I get emotionally invested in characters. Oh, same. And then let me guess, you're like bereft when the damn series is over. You're like, oh yeah. But there's a hole in my life. I literally was like, oh, I don't know how I'll, I'll survive. My husband was like, well, that was good. What else do you want to watch? And I was like, I need a minute. <laughs> I just need to like decompress. So Breaking me. Bad really fucked with me because when oh. I was done watching that show, I was like, well, now what? <sighs> Do I go cook meth? Do right. I like, like, look into chemistry? I don't know. I'm questioning all my life choices. Exactly. That's how I, <laughs> strangely enough, when Orange is the New Black ended, I was like, hmm. Oh, that ended? <laughs> I stopped watching after two seasons. Oh, yeah, because it got it got wild there in the middle, but then it got good, and I, I stuck it out, and I was did glad I did. they jump the shark? They kind of sort of did. Gross, um, I hate that. Yeah, but then they, they kind of brought it back so i was like okay cool the, the who's last... your favorite character in Shit's creek <sighs> is it david because he's lo- everybody's favorite i feel like okay i love david and i love dan levy i've already admitted this if anything happens to me my husband aka my husband dies mysterious i'm going after dan levy it's just gonna happen um but i feel like alexis is just amazing that actress did such a good job she grew because I thought it was a throwaway character at first like okay she's gonna be the dumb bimbo that's just like her story arc in season four went from like you suck throwaway character to look at all the dimension yes oh wait until season six you're gonna yeah okay I gotta stop it because it's that's why season six cemented I was like she is the best character on this stop talking She can ruin it for me. Moira and the way oh. she does weird things like Catherine O'Hara. It like, is. What a great actress. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, what kind of drugs did you do when you invented this character? Because even the way she like moves her lips over her teeth when she's yeah. talking, I'm like, who makes faces, faces like, like that like when that. they talk? But okay, you really brought this character to life. Um, because apparently the you know, Moira was meant to annoy me because 
you're checking that box. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so just wild the way she and I'm like gosh she's so annoying but at the same time I love her <laughs> like right it's so and weird. also I don't know how to explain this it could be my own advanced years but somehow somewhere Eugene Levy actually became attractive uh yeah he's a daddy for sure <laughs> like I was like oh okay that bone structure and it took me forever to realize that Twyla the actress is uh, Eugene Levy's daughter. So Dan What Levy's the daughter. hell? Really? Yeah. And now I can't unsee it. And I'm like, she looks just like that. <laughs> I will never unsee that. Thank you for that. I didn't yeah. even know that. So it's funny. Um, I was not reading the credits for the first couple episodes. And I was like, my God, these two main male characters, they have it's the so same eyebrows. Related. I wonder if they're related. And I went on IMDb and I was like, Oh, well, that explains it. Uh, I should probably read the damn credits when they're rolling. Oh, um, but yeah, Eugene Levy looks great with a tan and the suit and the whole thing. I'd be like, yeah, I was single and, you know, into older dudes. I'd hear that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. The opportunity. I am neither, but um, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sad that it's over, but they keep talking about maybe doing love Stevie. Oh my gosh. She was up there too because I want to hang with her. She, oh my gosh. You're on season five. Don't ruin it. So you haven't gotten to the end yet, so I won't ruin it. But no. it's I and I'm I'm like ankle deep, not even knee deep in season five. Oh, it's so good. So good. I love their cheesy like season finales so far. Oh yeah. Oh, well, the series finale. My God, everybody needs to hug around the yeah. little crappy Charlie Brown Christmas tree. Oh, uh. uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Canadians, they're the best. <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, I appreciated this so much. I do want to give you a second to plug. Um, of course, we talked about your book. Tell people where they can get that. Um, any social media you want to plug, your website, anything like that. Plug it away. Okay, here comes the plug. Okay. <laughs> My book is called The Six Habits. Uh, it's a number one bestseller. It's an awesome book. It will change your life. It's pragmatic. It's some parts are funny. Some parts will make you cry and other, most of it will make you think. Um, if you go to Amazon or audible, um, you can get it there. You can also go to the six habits.com. It's, uh, the S I X habits.com. You can learn all about me, connect with me, learn about the 90 day habit mastery program, which will help you put the six habits into practice into your life. So uh, make sure you pick it up. The six habits. Awesome. Beautiful. That was such a great way to, <laughs> to, to sell it too. So I'll definitely put the links. In I tried the, really yeah. hard. I was like, I'm going to put on my radio voice and yeah, hopefully it will be compelling. Yeah, it, it totally was uh, job well done. Um, but Thanks, I'll put the man. links down below because we're all lazy and we just want links these days. So people can, um, um, Go also, I mean, it. if you, you know, you, you could also just type in the six habits on yeah. Amazon. It ain't hard. It's not. Yeah. It's not like a long, long. Yeah. If my lazy ass can do it. So can you. So can you. <laughs> That's going to be <laughs> my new motto. <laughs> my lazy ass can do it. So can you. That's yep. I'm going to get that tattooed <laughs> on my forehead now. Not really. Uh, it's been be great. A conversation starter. It would be like. I think any tattoo on your forehead would be a conversation starter for sure. I just want to put the third eye right there. Yeah. And, and not only acknowledge it, people will be like, oh, you're, what are you talking about? 
I don't, there's nothing there. What? Are you what? what? What are you talking <laughs> what? about? Yeah, I don't I'm get confused. It. What are you looking yeah. at? Are you God, so rude. something on my face? Like... I think that that would be fun. Listen, thank you so much for having me on your oh, show. This has been loads of fun. Um, and it's nice Likewise. to know somebody here in Jacksonville. So that's a bonus. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it, it definitely has been super fun. I'll let you have some time back in your day. Um, stay safe. And until next time, have a fantastic day. You too. Such a great conversation and person. And yeah. Go get the book, her book. Where is that? Go get it. Now let me flip through to find a good... <laughs> Affirmation. I am joyful and free. That's good. And the one right below it, I think, is something that I love to do. Watch an inspirational movie. Some good tidbits from the self-meditation. almost said medication. <laughs> that works too um yeah so ponder that over mull those thoughts over as we enjoy this week's i hope that that me putting that book back in my drawer and shutting it was not like super annoying i'm still learning two years in anywho enjoy (laughs) this week's meditation minute Well, that's all I have for you this week. Thank you again so much for coming back to listen to Sunshine Steven. And if this is your first time, welcome. Thanks. Hopefully I didn't scare you away. Promise. I'm going to get my life together at one point in time. Um, Yeah. I'm going to link down all of Laura's information. Be sure to go get her book. Follow her. All that good stuff, it's going to be linked down below. A big shout out to her and thank you to you. Um, you, like I'm talking to her right now. Thank you, Laura, for coming onto the show. Um, be sure to go um, also listen to... Sorry, Rose just distracted me. She's so freaking rude. Uh, be sure to go listen to Laura's podcast. Rose is really here for it. Can I have your choice? Can I have it? Can I have it? Can you give it to me? You know you interrupt a lot. I'm gonna have to, um... Oh, you broke the squeaker. Anywho's all, yes, go listen to her podcast, read her book, and follow her on social. Keep in contact with her, that'd be great. You can do the same for me. <laughs> I feel like I'm screaming. Um, you can go follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 
Um, and even TikTok. And you can go to my website, uh, SirStevenRice.com. Everything's linked down below. Go read my blog post. I have a short story series, um, Mad Love, that's out now. The first part is at least um, at the time of the release of this recording. So go do that. Stay safe out there. Wash your hands still. And until next time, have a fantastic day. Oh, do you want to say goodbye? Say goodbye. Say goodbye.